The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Ha-ha! Scientist Trevor, Scientist Derek. I've just had the most horrible nightmares. What's wrong? Is it something you ate? I, more than likely, but it won't go away for nothing. I, I, I can't get to sleep because of these. They just keep waking me up just nightmare after nightmare. Well, we'll tell you what, Johnny. Lucky for you, as a prime scientist of this federation, yeah. I don't know who we work for anymore. I have developed a technology which I did not see in a movie from Christopher Nolan, where we can enter your dreams. Me and my new scientist friend here, Scientist Derek. Oh, you're... It's also mostly mute. <laughs> scientist Derek is mostly a mute person. Yeah. <laughs> but he's here, and we're going to jump in your dream and save you. Okay, so I guess I need to put this contraption on my head. Oh, it's a little tight. And... All right. I'm going to use this hammer to knock you out so you can go right to sleep. That's a smart... Wait, what? Shortcuts. I, I, yeah, there's got to be shortcuts here and there. Well, you know what? That sounds like a good... Uh, now, wait a minute. All right, Science Derek, we're going to enter Johnny's dream. I'm sure everything's perfectly normal in Johnny's dream. can't be as bad though. as he's explaining. He always exaggerates everything. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hold on to this um, device. All right. Alright, here it is. La, la, who are you? Uh, who's this grotesque creature? Is that Count Chocula? Grotesque! Uh. Uh, I'm Dracula! It's like Dracula after a few bad nights at the Chinese buffet. I've not been feeling like myself. Just a little uh. bit. But who are you to judge me? Well, I'm Scientist Trevor and this is Scientist Derek. And we're trying to enter... Ender... That's Johnny's dream. Ah, to ah, help him yes, out. Yes, yes. Uh, well, you got to go past the there, and then past the there, and you'll get there. That's uh, the most helpful Dracula I've ever run into before. I got to go, turning into a bat now. All right, I guess we'll go this way. All right, what's this over here? Hey, whoa! Oh, oh my goodness! It's a me. Oh, I. Hey, weird-looking Mario. Look. I'm Luigi. Jesus. Hey, weird-looking Luigi. I know that no one's really responsible for their dreams. That's right. But I did not expect this kind of weirdness when I've gotten Johnny's dream. Oh, look at that. It's a Frenchman. Whoa. I mean, oh my goodness. What he does in his spare time is up to him. But this is this is hard, hard R rating. Whoa. Anytime you cross Luigi and a Frenchman, you know you're going to end up at a hard R. Yes. Alright, oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna take a front pan and just hit this character. Alright, that was not helpful. We, we gotta keep going deeper into the dream, into the deep, deep REM rapid eye movement, something, something jargon.
Alright. Oh, who are you? I am the great condiment king. I am the oh, king no. of all condiments. Do you want some ketchup? Uh, really, no. We just. What about some. Will that help Johnny with his dreams? Not at all. I, I think we need to get to the root of what he's eating to cause all these dreams. I know where you got to go. Where? You got to go talk to the old prospector. How do I know that was coming? I don't know. Let me guess, old prospector's hanging out at that creepy looking abandoned shack. Well, see ya. All right, here we go. You open the door, Scott's there. I, I don't even want to know what's in there. All right, here goes. Well, hey there. Why is he not wearing any pants? Because uh, I'm digging for gold. Wow. No, and the gold to my bum. No imagination with how this character Smell my finger. Drawn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, listen. Filling in as a temp scientist is not worth what I'm getting paid. No, it's not normally this weird. Usually we just blow up the city or something. And we're well. Alright, old Wait prospector. a minute, wait a minute. I can help just a little bit here. How can we help Johnny? Well, okay, first of all, there, there's no help in that, man. Uh -huh. But second of all, uh, not only am I a prospector who goes digging for gold, but also I'm a part-time ninja. And that helps us how? Because not only can I dig for gold, but on the weekends I can assassinate people. Listen, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Johnny's unsavory. I'm going to assassinate you now. <laughs> and you now. <laughs> oh, with my dying breath. I'm going to leave this boombox here playing this podcast on no, loop. No, no. My one weakness. Terrible audio. It's <laughs> Retro Blizz. Welcome to Retro Blitz. This is the <laughs> Halloween special. <laughs> recorded a week after Wait, Halloween. Re no, recorded October 28th. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. just put it out late. That's right. Right, yeah. We're going to make some bold predictions about the election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> technically, is this recording? We technically can't. Yeah. <laughs> we still can't. Well, we no, can't. they're bold predictions. Oh, yeah, bold <laughs> predictions. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, Kanye okay. West all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Both. Vote for uh, Bob Ross. I'm going to vote for an old white man. What about y'all? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you're not libertarian then. <laughs> well, this went downhill quick. It sure did. So uh, happy Halloween, everybody, two weeks late. That's right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let's just, there's an elephant in the room, uh, and this room's not big enough for one of those. Let's just talk about it. It's been a long time since the last episode of Retro Blist. Yeah. I've got all kinds of excuses, but I'd yep. rather just move on to fun stories. <laughs> all right. So... Anyway, it's all Trevor's fault. Okay, so now, uh, Trevor, you have been teasing Derek and I for uh -huh. weeks and weeks and weeks, and easily a month, I think, Yeah, that you have not one, but two embarrassing yeah. stories to, to tell. Uh, I only got you to tell me one of them, so I say go ahead and tell that I one. I don't think, I, I didn't hear either one of them. <laughs> I told Johnny just, because I planned to not share this one, but I decided 
I have no dignity anymore. Yeah. So. And plus, it's really funny. I'll share the more recent one. This was happened at my job. And I work at a hospital in the operating room. Where you need dignity. Dignity, respect from your peers. Cleanliness. Cleanliness. <laughs> um, you definitely need your coworkers to never listen to this podcast, hopefully. Yeah. And they need to have, you need to keep their respect. I would right. Say. Yeah. So we're in the operating room and there's a, it's like a really major surgery. It's a spinal surgery. So the patient's laying on the operating room table, of course, asleep, face down. Yeah. Um, the whole OR team is sterile, meaning they can't be touched by and anybody else. they can't else. have children. Exactly. <laughs> you got the surgeon and the techs and assistants. You got the anesthesiologist. And Trevor's there for some reason. And they're all up there. <laughs> and a long story short, I had to crawl under the table without touching anyone or anything because they're sterile. And move, uh, I had to move something to the other side of the table on the floor. Because you didn't want to catch sterilness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I didn't want to catch sterility. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to move something on the floor. So I had to get, there's no other way to do it because I can't touch anybody. So I had to get on my hands and knees and I'm trying to move, it's a, it's a foot pedal basically. So like MC Hammer, you can't touch right. this. Yeah. I'm trying to move this foot pedal from one side of the OR table to the other side on the floor. And so I'm bending down, trying to do it inconspicuously. You know, trying to stay ahead of the game and be inconspicuous. Yeah. And I, I lean forward, I hear a... <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like, uh, so I, I try again, and this stupid pedal I'm trying to move keeps getting stuck on something. So I try again, and I reach a little harder, and I hear... <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And so at this point, I'm fearing the worst. I'm hoping everybody's just busy, you know, working on the patient and not paying attention to me. But it feels like... It felt like I was down there for 10 minutes trying to do this because I'm like, oh my gosh. So I go for one last epic reach. Throw the stupid foot pedal to the other side of the table. It clangs around everywhere. And here. <laughs> and uh, of course, I'm fearing the worst at this point. As you should. <laughs> yeah. I, after three rips, you're, you got to be your worst. Yes. <laughs> I know for a fact my pants have ripped. Like there's no doubt about that. I'm desperately hoping that A, no one's noticed, and B, I hope it's maybe like on my inner thigh or something <laughs> that nobody else will notice. That's easy, easier to hide. Right. Yeah. They heard it. I know they heard it, but please just don't be bad, you know? Yeah. I have no idea where it is. I just keep hearing a rip. You're and not, I'm out. But you're not feeling any breezes yet or cold air? No. No. So I'm down there, you know, on all fours. It's not a dignified thing to have to do to begin with. Trying to be helpful. And I'm thinking... This is just something that would happen to me, A. And B, if I wasn't so stinking fat, <laughs> this probably wouldn't happen. That, that adds to the lack of dignity. Yes. To you being on all fours is what you're trying to say. So, uh, splitting pants is definitely a fat man's game. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've all established that. So, I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm that's down a there. Great, that's a great point. <laughs> Skinny people have ripped their pants in the past before, but hardly, people will have a quick laugh and that's it. But us portly gentlemen, yep. uh, when we do it, oh my goodness, it's uh, it's front page news. <laughs> that's yeah. just in. Fact, man, rips pads. <laughs> and you know, I'm trying. I'm down there, almost scared to get up at this point. And I'm just thinking, I want to blame the people who who launder our our uh, uniforms. Like these have been washed too many times; they were weak. Yeah, that's what we're doing. It's like you know what? Nope, it's me. I'm just too fat. <laughs> so I'm just down there contemplating my. Terrible decisions and thinking I need to change. But maybe, Trevor, maybe, maybe you've, it was not as big of a rip as you think. Right. So I get up. I still have no idea. I walk 
kind of sideways over to the desk. And I reach behind myself on my pants legs, hoping, please, let the hole be down here somewhere. Nope. I reach up a little further. My whole butt is blown out. <laughs> the whole oh, butt of the, the pants. Seat, seat of the pants. The seat of the pants, yeah. That sounded bad. <laughs> Even worse than it is somehow. Right there's like a Retro Bliss t-shirt. My whole butt's blown out. <laughs> Listen to Retro Bliss. Talk to Bill. Listen to Retro Bliss. Be a sponsor. <laughs> Listen to Retro Bliss. My whole butt's burned out. Burned out. Burned out. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Um... So I don't know. I don't know why nobody said anything. I don't know if God was just shining on me for some reason, <laughs> or if people were actually genuinely being that nice. Because normally, or, or let's hope they know they're doing a serious surgery, so they're not paying attention to that. Either, I hope that was it. Either yeah. way, there was a lot of mercy going around, whether it was <laughs> yes. from God or these people. One of the two. <laughs> yes. And it takes so much less than this to you for you to get a nickname at that place and keep it forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah. And so I did not want my nickname to be so Bubble like, Boy. So it's literally like public like school, right? So. Y'all didn't go to public school, but I can tell you this for a fact. If you get a if something embarrassing happens to you, uh, you have that nickname for that whole year. I remember yeah. when I was in I was in middle school. My work school. doesn't end after a year. <laughs> I know, I know. But I was in middle school, literally, uh, I was wearing uh I don't remember what clothes I was wearing, but it's probably my jogging pants phase, I'm gonna imagine, because yeah. I wore this for a long time. But I I had the audacity. To bend down and my pants slow down so my crack shows up. <laughs> and literally got called Full Moon Rest that year. We got literally, a, um, that was my nickname in school. We got a theme of the day here going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. So Trevor, thankfully though, uh, you're, <laughs> a lot was shown upon you. Yeah, nobody yeah. said anything. So I think I got away with it until, <laughs> until somebody listens to this. Yeah, until you just told everybody. I kind of yeah. think, think people... Uh, I think I don't know what it is, but we get pity somehow. Yeah, and I think it's when it's so pathetic, yeah. like so yes. pathetic, you almost can't laugh. Yeah, when I worked at Best Buy, this was a long time ago. I used to work at Best Buy, and it was during the holiday season, so we were slam packed. You had to wear khaki pants; that was part of the, the the uniform. You had to wear khaki pants, so I bought myself some khaki pants. These were fairly brand new. I think I've only worn them like twice, and uh, they were kind of tight though, because <laughs> this is going to be a shocker. I was fat then. And <laughs> things have changed, though. Yeah, things have changed, as I'm fatter now. But I was, <laughs> but I was not as fat then, but still quite portly and husky. Uh, husky. Oh, there you go. I like that. Full husky. I was husky, full figured gentleman, and I had these pants on. And when you worked there, uh, your job was not only to stock shelves because this was during the holidays, but also to help customers and stuff. So when a customer wanted something, you're the one who had to get it. Somebody wanted a TV. Uh, your portly gentleman Johnny had to go get it. So mm-hmm. I bent down again and I heard something go, Boop. I was like, that's weird. For a second there, I was like, did I hurt myself? But I felt fine. So that's strange. <laughs> so I bent down again, again to get it and I heard, Boop. <laughs> I was like, what could that be? <laughs> so I stood up and immediately knew what it was because my pants were way more loose than <laughs> to be, than they were before. So after helping the customer, I, I went to the bathroom Uh and I checked it out, and both buttons on my pants had popped plainly off. <laughs> I never saw where they went. They're, they could still be in that Best Buy to this day. It's just laying somewhere in the back corner or something. And I had to, I had to hold my pants up as I was walking uh, because I was portly enough where I didn't use a belt for these. From thinking that, so it's just literally the buttons that was holding them up. And I walked to my manager and said, uh, "I, I need to run home. Why do you need to run home?" Because we were really busy. And I was like, oh, 
This is where I decided where I would just tell people because if it's pathetic enough, they're not going to question it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you lie about that? Yeah. That's like whenever, that's this is a little clue if y'all are young and you have a job and you want to be sick one day, just tell me you have diarrhea. They will never question you. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually what I go with because it's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I said, uh, I... Uh, I, I bent down and the buttons on the front of my pants popped and I can't keep them up. Better than the buttons on the back of your pants. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and he let me go home and change. And so, uh, and I never got a nickname. Wow. I would have gave myself one. Once again, mercy yeah. was shown. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Somehow. Well, do we want to save my other story for later in the show? Or? I say, let's, that's a good cliffhanger. Trevor has one more story. We'll save it toward the end. That's a good one. But uh, Derek and Trevor, this is, a Halloween special. How are we going to make this episode stand out? So, we, you know, we were thinking, uh, what screams Halloween more than candy? And because we're pretty lazy. Ghosts. Ghosts. Ghouls. Why well, was candy specifically, though? Oh, oh, uh, sneakers. Yeah, there you go. We're pretty lazy, so we t- asked Derek no, to provide the treats. We're very lazy, let's be fair. <laughs> well, it's called trick-or-treat for a reason, so yeah. they, they knew they could count on me for at least half of that equation. Yeah. yeah. We tricked him into being on, and he's going to treat us. <laughs> so, anytime you hear... <laughs> you know, we have a history on the show of eating garbage. Literally, let's recap real quick. I've literally eaten everything from 25-year-old gum to... I think uh, like 35-year-old, but yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> to... Uh, uh, to crickets and bugs, to uh, stuff I don't even want to talk about from last time. Squids and yeah, yeah. where I literally, literally lost control of yeah. mine. Yeah, if you've not listened to the last episode, which was like two months ago at this point, yes. Johnny vomits at the end. So listen to that. What a spoiler <laughs> alert! Um, but so anytime you hear us say trick or treat, we're ready for a for a treat from Derek, and we're gonna eat on the microphone as we like to do. <laughs> we do not know what any of these are. Nope. Derek has searched the the vast. Areas of the internet, uh, aka you went to Amazon, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, I started there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything starts at Amazon. Yeah. You went online, and uh, you got some treats. These are these are mostly treats of the Asian flavor. Okay, variety. Well, we like Asian food. I famously almost died on some. So <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be right at home with the the Chinese quality yeah. of the candy. I choked on some already. Do we want to go ahead and start with our first trick or treat? Trick or treat. All right. So these aren't gonna be as bad as the last episode because that was a particular punishment so we're gonna start we're gonna start with something real gentle okay anybody want to say guess how to say it oh i, I can nail that go, go ahead Puchow. 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 but it's ramoon soda flavored candy oh so they're gummy soft candies okay Should, right. no problem for what flavor is it oh, who wants the fuller one sure it's the first it's, treat is it's a ramoon soda flavored candy. what's ramoon it's a japanese soda it's pretty hard. <laughs> so I've had a remove this before. Be it was pretty soft. tasty. You said this was soft. It says soft candy on it. It's pretty hard. But it's kind of like Starburst. All this is still... Oh my goodness, it has something running down the middle. And it's yellow? But the world's running down the middle looks hard. It doesn't smell. It doesn't really have a smell. It has no smell. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Pretty hard. It's very hard, but it doesn't taste bad. Mm. Mm. I actually kind of like this. I ain't going to lie. Oh, ma'am. We can not have found anything more loud to chew on the phone. Wow. And we have the microphone turned up this time, so we really bad. The little balls have popped oh, out. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got one. What is that? Oh, you know, Ramin Soda has a little marble at the top. I think it's supposed to be signifying that or something. I like this. 
Do we need a trash can to spit this out so we can continue the I podcast? It, but <laughs> I want to eat this. This is good. <laughs> I probably should have got trash can over here. But I don't want it's a really unique out. consistency. Like it's gummy yet it's not going it's not disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. It's honestly like gummy mixed with chewing gum. It's like dissolvable chewing gum. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna spit mine out because I don't think this is gonna be a long time. <laughs> you get ready. You're gonna have to roll a commercial. <laughs> 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 but honestly, this—the taste is not bad at all. I like it. I like it too. Here's the reason: the ingredients are sugar, okay, corn syrup, more mm-hmm. sugar, xylitol, fake sugar, and then vegetable oil. <laughs> Three forms wow. of sugar and then oil. Let's rate these zero to ten. Um, zero to ten candy corn. Well, it's ten candy corn. Ten candy corns worse than zero candy corn. No, you bite your tongue, sir. I love candy corn. Right. Candy corn's very divisive. So let's just say one to ten candy bars. Okay. Ah, and this is the realm of chewy candy because that's what that is. I'm gonna go seven and a half. I think that's fair. I like this taste. The cons- the, the weird thing is the consistency and how. It- a little ball shit in your mouth. Yeah, a little ball <laughs> a little, little weird. Yeah. It's like a starburst with hard gummy bears inside of it. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. a lot tougher to chew yeah. than those. When we were trying to rush for <laughs> to be professional, yeah. it wouldn't have been bad to chew it that long. Yeah. So, Derek, what about you? What do you think of this? I'd give it a seven. Okay, yeah. So it's pretty good. Right. The whole pack's the same flavor, and I couldn't do more than one or two. <laughs> yeah. But I think, speaking of things made in Japan, this game wasn't, Wait, but... Y'all getting a weird aftertaste, though? I'm getting kind a bit of rubbery. Of a, yeah, we get kind of a rubber aftertaste. My rating stands. No, I'm not changing my rating. I'm just like, it's not a so We need a palate cleanser. Speaking of four subways, do you need a drink? I have a drink. I got one by oh, me. Yeah. Uh, four segways. Um, I'm pretty sure you said four subways the first time. Speaking of... Uh, Five McDonald's. Of, uh, I can't think of a sub shop name now. Speaking of Jersey Mike's, this game we played was not made in Japan, but of course the Nintendo Entertainment System was... Just like most of the candy we're eating today. What game did we play for Halloween, Trevor? Well, for Halloween, which is still coming up very soon, <clears throat> we played A Nightmare on Elm Street by LJN. On the Nintendo Entertainment System, 1990, you said, right? 1990. And this game is one of the select few on the NES that allowed uh, up to four players. I'll be honest, yes. I didn't know any NES games allowed four players. Because, I mean, that yeah. seems like something we should have had is a, a multi-tap adapter or whatever. I don't think so. we knew it as kids. I knew it now, but I had no idea there was a game like this. <laughs> yeah, you knew it now. I knew it now. <laughs> I've known it for a while, but I didn't know this game was four-player. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, A Nightmare on Meryl Streep. A Streep. <laughs> Nightmare on Meryl Streep. Uh, one to four players with a Nintendo four-score adapter. Action platformer. We'll get into that. But published by LJM, which we have quite a history with. Yes. Developed by Wait for the Bliss Quiz, and let's just get into it. I still have one of those those balls in my mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't admit that in public. I just did. Graphics. Let's get into it. So, two things. 1990 NES sets a certain standard, but LJN sets sort of the opposite standard. But you just said published by, not developed by. Exactly. So yeah. that, that inverts the standard. So that being said, right from the title screen, my 
expectations. What? I'm watching Johnny try to get that ball out of his mouth. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm laughs> Again, it I would admit this in public. It, wouldn't, it doesn't go away. Like those that was some weird candy, wasn't it? Like those dang flying birds in the game. I would eat play. another one if I wasn't trying to talk. Um, uh, I was surprised right from the title screen. This, it wasn't bad looking. Yeah, I mean, it opens up to Freddy. Okay, all right. Let's oh, also yeah, let's, let's, talk, about our let's talk about this. None of us, none of us in this room have <laughs> ever watched these movies. I don't. I don't think any of us are horror movie fans in general. Yeah, I don't care for them to start with. Famously, I have a podcast where I review horror films that I've never watched. It's like <laughs> this would be one of them. It hasn't been featured yet, though. <laughs> so, uh, of course. We're all aware of the character Freddy Cougar because he's kind of in. There you, go, there you go again, Freddy Cougar. <laughs> he likes he's younger, a, yeah, women. He's a scary. He's in your nightmares and goes after younger people. Uh, but, which I just actually, yeah, actually yeah, is yeah, the, it's the Freddy Cougar. So uh, he kills teenagers in their sleep, right? I think so. Uh, but that's it's kind of where we just know him from pop culture. Yeah. I think, like I know some references and stuff, and it's just purely because he's kind of become a whore. Icon. So if you clicked on this episode because you wanted to hear about the movie, sorry. Yes. But <laughs> yeah, I, I learned more about the movie from reading the first page of the manual than I knew before <laughs> today. Yeah. So once you get past the title screen, though, what did y'all think about the graphics? I mean, it looked just like Freddy. I'm afraid to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a first name basis now yeah. for you. Because you Freddy could... Cooper. I and guess I did, yeah. It looked just like Freddy Krogers. Yeah, Krogers, and, yeah. And, uh, Freddy Kroger's is the scariest place to get your groceries. Yeah. And uh, he, he looked on the music set. I do not remember what the theme from it goes. And I don't forget the music, but I'm just saying the whole presentation to me worked. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you hit start, though, you get to select how many players you want. We, of course, did most of this three player. Mm hmm. And then it literally tosses you right into the game. Yeah. Right just, away. There's no storyboard or anything. It's just straight. Yeah. <laughs> title screen, select players, you're getting attacked. Yes. Yes. And once you get into the game graphically, I mean, it's definitely a side-scrolling presentation completely right. all the way. I would compare it most to probably Castlevania, though it's not reaching that level of detail. It's, it's yeah, it's that style. Yes. That's a good comparison. Or it's another, like, especially graphic-wise, I would say. Uh, the early Castlevania games. Yeah. Uh, Graphic-wise, there's nothing here that's going to blow you away graphically. But no. it looks fine. It, you can tell the only main issues we had is there's things you have to collect and we're getting that in the gameplay. But that sometimes just blend in perfectly. Which, which I think was intentional. I do too. Yeah. I <clears throat> which is pretty awful though. And on top of that, sometimes some of the enemies blended in. And yeah. that was pretty awful. Yeah. Right? That, that was the biggest problem with the graphics. I think. Uh, yeah. Speaking of enemies, the enemy designs... There's a ton of repeat, but you expect that on yeah. NES action but there's a, there's a, a decent variety. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah, I guess I, we sort of need to talk about the premise of yeah. the movie and the game together. Yeah. After 150 episodes, I still wonder sometimes if we shouldn't just start with gameplay. But <laughs> here we are. Well, this is your fault. You're the one... Yeah. You jumped this gun and we're just... I was just trying to get this movie. We're just kind of getting to this wagon. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, graphically, there's two modes. Because when it turns to night, things look different. Yeah. That's what I was about to say anyway, too. So that's that's kind of a neat feature here. Yeah. Where literally, um, uh, sometimes you're there at night, like you'll fall asleep. You got a little sleep bar up top to when you're how long you're awake till you fall asleep, and that that's kind of a neat little gimmick here, and it definitely yeah. fits with the movie, I assume. <laughs> From the instruction yeah. manual, yeah, yeah, it fits with the movie. And even your enemies, which are already pretty awful, change to a nightmarish 
versions of themselves. Right. So just graphically, that's kind of doubles the number yeah. of enemies in the game. The yeah. problem the problem is it doubles the number of enemies, but it doesn't double the number of colors in the game. There must yeah. have been yes. a, a serious limita- limitation on how many colors they could use. Yeah, that's even mm-hmm. up to your characters that you control because... Yeah. You can only be either red or blue. That's the only two colors, and a man mm-hmm. and a woman. We are assuming. Yeah, yeah, they took the time to put in male and female characters, but not changing four colors. colors. Yeah. So you end up with two characters that look roughly the yeah. same on the screen if you're playing with three. Or four even players. RC Pro M had four colors. There's a reason I brought that. Game up. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> but graphically overall, what do you guys feel about? Because I think while it's not going to blow anybody away, it. Overall, I was okay with it. I didn't think yeah. they were fantastic, yeah. but they weren't awful. Graphics either. are certainly not the problem with this game. I yeah, mean, exactly. Just, I, yeah. I was impressed with the amount of stuff they could put on the screen at once, sometimes yes. to its detriment. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> there was slowdown at times, for sure. Yeah, which yeah. we actually... And more importantly, frustration at times. <laughs> but the slowdown, just to give you a clue, when we get the gameplay, the slowdown was a was just a bit of fresh air, just until <laughs> <laughs> you got a split second of, of sanity for just a split second. Yeah, I agree. Besides the slowdown, there really wasn't any serious flaws graphically. There's just so many enemies you're going to see them over and over. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's above serviceable. I think it's I mean for 1990 NES, I would say it's maybe slightly above average yeah. graphically. Yeah, I think so. I think it's fair. And and let's also be fair with LJN. Um, overall, graphically, most of their games look fine. Except for Uncanny X-Men, which yes. looks like hot trash. Yes. Like, yeah, you're right. Even Terminator doesn't look terrible graphically. It's the gameplay right. that runs it. Yes. So. Will this be the same? I feel well, like they, we'll they do a lot of dark, repeating colors trying to get a gritty feel. Yes. I think that's a yes. hallmark of... <laughs> and that's a good thing to lead it up to. So this is still graphically the levels and stuff. All right, so you got one main... What do you want to call that? The outside Elm area. Street. Elm Street, where it's just a side-scrolling area. <laughs> and you're going between all the buildings that you're trying to enter and a graveyard and a junkyard. Uh, and a school, and you randomly are able to go into those. Yeah, so when, there's only ever one that's unlocked, and you've got right. to sort of use this overworld side-scrolling street to find which one you need to go in next. Yes, and the once you get inside, there's a lot of similarities, but also mm-hmm. every once in a while they'll throw in something a little different. Like the the graveyard and the junkyard looked vastly different from mm-hmm. the houses, at least. I would say the three houses look very similar, but yeah, yeah the school, junkyard... And graveyard are a bit, quite a bit different. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, and even within the house, you got like the attic area and like the sewer almost area, or I guess it's a basement. So you got it's not set up like a traditional game, but at the end of the day, you still have like seven or eight different areas. Right, that's pretty. Which good. Is not bad. That's pretty good. Um. So yeah, graphically, I have no complaints really. I don't either. What about you? No, yeah, you can't really fault it for graphics. All right. Well, before we get into it, I think it's time for another uh, a trick, trick or, or treat. treat. All right. Smell my feet. Uh oh. Anybody, anybody want to guess what these are? Oh, just this the, bag. The I'm just going to tell you the container here reminds me of like a treat for your dog. Or your uh, me cat. too. But I'm going to. There's so, so the bag has no English on it except for. Uh, let's, 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 it, it says product of Taiwan, ease taste. I'm going to <laughs> ease taste. Ease taste. I'm going to assume milk's a byproduct of this somehow. I said there's four pictures on it, and I'm just going to read the pictures and tell you what you're reading. You're going to read the pictures? Yeah. Reading, <laughs> I'm going to say it's almond milk cow jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's almond milk candy. Oh. 
Almond milk's not good. Why would you do that? I, I don't know, and I'm not sure why you put a cow on the front of almond milk candy. That's the whole it's, point, it's yeah. It's literally almonds and milk. I'm you not sure. You should have just had, like, almonds coming out of its udders. Oh, maybe it is milky almonds instead of almond milk. Oh, candy flying everywhere. <laughs> one for you, one for you. Everybody grab one. Oh, this is hard candy, I think. So yeah, we'll this, have to spit these this out. Oh, look at the pack. It's got two little stuffed animals on it. Mine's got like a little duck thing. Oh, well, this, one, this one has Woody the Woodbagger. They're all different. <laughs> no, it's the, the... Oh, they're different colors. I appreciate unnecessary detail. Are they all? They're probably not all different. But... All right, I can't even open this. It's so small. My fingers are too stupidly fat. It looks like the mint you get at like the end of a... Like when you pay your bill at a restaurant. The packaging is seriously right, tough. Mm. They're huge. Mm. I didn't even smell it first. I always smell these first. Whoa. I think again, the package would taste better. <laughs> again, there's no smell. Our candy usually doesn't have much smell. <laughs> but you like do use better safe than wrapper. Peppermint you think does. they're different flavors based on animals? This isn't good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. The closest this gets to, to me, is a cowtail. But cowtails are way better than this. I'm not getting that. See, mine's sweeter than I expected, but I also think it's a little milky. Yeah. Oh, okay, just hit. Tastes awful to me. <laughs> I mean, why would you eat this, though, is my <laughs> question. It doesn't freshen your breath. It doesn't... We really should have grabbed a trash can before we did this. <laughs> I had something like this before, but I almost feel like it was medicine. <laughs> it, it does have a medicinal taste to it. Yeah. So maybe we'll uh, be cured of all our L's after this. All right, let's... Yeah, Excuse bringing. the noise while I go get the trash can. Mm. Whew, that one was rough. Thanks for bringing the trash can close <laughs> to the microphone while you spit it out. <laughs> All right. Wow. Sorry. So, what do we give this? This was way worse than what we just had. Yeah. Um, I don't think I hated it as much as y'all, but it wasn't. There's so many candies that are better. Yeah, I would. This will never ever be at the top of my choice list. Uh, I'm going to give this a a four. But here's a that might, that I feel that's too high. Two. That four is way too high. Three and a half. I feel better than three and a half. Well, then I'm going to go with four because I was originally going to say a three because I thought y'all would think I was crazy with a four, but I didn't hate it, so I'm going with a four. All right. Well, so clearly the Ramoon candy still leads. Yep. What's next? It's time to discuss the music. Let's get into it. So, y'all were discussing something about the music. What was that? Um, well, before we get into that, okay, I again do not remember what the theme song for this sh mm -hmm. this movie is. I'm going to assume they did a good job with it because the the music in this overall, in my opinion, you guys feel free to agree or disagree, was the best part. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, the music was really good. Yeah, well, I mean, comparatively, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. title, the title song. I mean, we were getting controllers set up and everything ready and it was playing the title screen for quite a while and yeah. it was actually changing and evolving. There's more than just one line like there usually is in an NES yeah. title screen. Head and Shoulders better music than uh, Back to the Future. Oh, Not even close. But you'd be in an area not even changing levels or screens and the music would change completely at times. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Now, one thing that we certainly noticed and... I do not know how they got away with this, unless it's just just that the other company, Rare, which is a big company, just didn't care enough. <laughs> didn't find out. Or didn't find out something. 
Uh, but once you turn the day back into night, like if you grab a boombox or something like that, a little quick little music snippet will play, and it is exactly note for note the same as RC program. Yeah, or is dun, RC dun, 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 dun. That's, that's not it. That's not <laughs> what you were doing. In my head, it was it. Yeah. I don't think that's too complex. That's the yeah. thing is it's not like some simple ditty they ripped off. It's a pretty complex little jingle it plays yeah. at the start of a race in RC Pro-Am. Yeah. yeah. And this ripped it straight off. Yeah. So it's, it's the exact same, but that kind of made me like it a little more. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me want to play RC Pro-Am. <laughs> yeah, same. But did it happen when it turned back today? Is that when it happened? Yeah, when you, yes. yeah, when you either... Which makes sense. It's supposed to be fun. But it doesn't make sense. It's straight from RC Pro Am. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that, but that was such a jarring thing for me yeah. that I couldn't think of anything. Else. That was very unexpected. Yeah, but I think I had the thought a couple of times. Like, there's more. <laughs> I think I had the thought. <laughs> there's more music in this game than there had to be. Like, yeah, that one song, and I think Derek noticed it too. And I, I can't remember in my head. It's not that it was that catchy, but it's like that's pretty good. It doesn't really fit a horror game. Yeah, that's but, like the. It kind of has the the trotting theme of a horror song and then all of a sudden it changes and it's actually really upbeat and cheery kind of sounding but it's it's good music mm-hmm. it's just not exactly what i would have imagined yeah i think they try to make the night and day just sound way different from each other which i appreciate um but i again i don't know if there's a lot we can really say about the music but I, it's, it's I, certainly serviceable or service Above or above. Yes, definitely so. And to me, this is the highlight of the game, is the music. The sound effects, yeah. though, were kind of few and far between. Like There wasn't well, a whole lot of sound yeah. effect that stood out. That's a good point. Huh, like yeah. I know there was a sound effect when you hit certain enemies, but it's, it's very, yeah. very like, background. <laughs> there, yeah. I just did it right there. Yeah, yeah, not to spoil it, but I agree with Johnny. And the music I liked more as we went on. Yeah. It didn't stand out at first, but then I was like, hey, this is pretty good. Like, I would, like, if this, if it had, like, an 8-bit sound track going on yeah uh, if this came on i wouldn't turn it. yeah throw a couple of these on there yeah yeah all right uh i think it's time trevor are you ready mm-hmm. for another trick or treat up next is Ooh. <laughs> it's just Ooh. called the only description i have because there's no english on the bag it's puyi rice candy <laughs> p-u-i-i mm. puyi? puyi i don't know how you say it but it looks like just puffed rice with wrap Poop I was going to say, it looks like a rat got loose in the batch. <laughs> but then there's something green in that one there that I'm not sure what is. So let me make some noise and dive into this. Where's this supposed to be from? Uh, there's no words. <laughs> and no idea. The first ingredient is glutinous rice. Everything, I'll get my phone translator out here and translate some stuff in a second. What are you? Hey, they're individually wrapped. Oh, everything wow. everything is very good about being individually wrapped. That one has a corn in the corner, doesn't it? You say they're already broken thirds. This has got corn in it. That's gold. That? Oh, good. Oh, that gold. is gold. That's a corn kernel. Oh my gosh, this is bird food. What do they call it suet cake. It does look like bird food. This is bird food. Is what it is. Mm. I don't know about this. We'll find out though. So to give the listeners a visual. It looks like Rice, rice Krispie Treats has right. gone very bad. A Rice Krispie Treat that's been bleached because it's stone flat. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I dare y'all to smell with it. With wrap droppings in it. Oh, gosh. Stone. And corn for some reason. Okay. Why is there corn in a Rice Krispie Treat? corn. Is it? There's definitely nuts in it, like almonds or something. Right? It's, it smells like bird food. I can't even get into this either. <laughs> it smells like a pet store. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is really hard to get into. We're going to have to get a broom when we're done here because these are... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is just making a huge mess. It crumbles. It just crumbles. <laughs> I, just I just shot food all over Johnny. I'm going to take a bite despite Derek about throwing up right now. 
No, <laughs> when I took a bite, it, it, oh. it exploded as well. Oh. I can't get into it. As soon as you put it in your mouth, it just kind of goes away. <laughs> God, I can't. It just yeah. tastes like peanuts. A peanut is all I taste. It tastes more than the last thing I had. It does taste like those peanut bars. So much better than it looks, but it's really hard to get into the pack. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is great for people. Here's just giant crunches. This is, we should really start a whole ASMR thing. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to, trying to get some sleep? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Hope you're having sweet dreams. <laughs> Too much. Okay. What do y'all you, you think? <laughs> Way better than it looks. Yeah, I agree. Not delicious either. It's not, it's, it kind of almost tastes like it would be like a, one of those, uh, like a rice cake. You know, they're not bad for you. It's, it's better than a Quaker rice cake. I'll yeah. say that. Yes. It has a little bit more taste to it, uh, but it's very incredibly dry. There's <laughs> translating it so we actually know what well to call it. It's not really working. Well. The text is so fancy it won't translate. Bear with us here. <laughs> Y'all move on. Alright. All right. So now let's gameplay. <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> yes, I put my food down. And with all LJN games, gameplay is where it either shines. Or falls flat, or just with LJN, just always falls flat. Does this name one that shines? That's what I was about to say. Okay. Yeah, uh, Trevor. That's not fair. I liked TNC Surface Design. Yeah, that's now you can continue. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, that game is so average that I forget it's LJN. <laughs> well, I enjoy it. No, I mean that as a positive. Yeah, compared to it's LJN not terrible. Games. Yeah. Okay. Um, gameplay with this one. Oh man! All right, so. When we were first playing it, my first thing that I really noticed was how much control you have over your movement, including your jumps. You have a ton of control. Like, you can turn 20 directions in the air, <laughs> but that is also to its own detriment. Mm -hmm. Unlike Mario, which you can kind of do the same thing, Mario feels way more under control when mm -hmm. you're doing it. This, literally, on platform, because there's a lot of platforming on this, uh, literally, uh, more than once... For each of us, we cleared the platform, but we overcorrected and then fell right back off. Yes. <laughs> so. I've got a big correction. Did we rate this candy? Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Good point. I give it a five. Oh, it's it better than that. Five sounds good. It's a seven. Okay. The translation on the back of the bag says, how to eat. Open the bag and eat it immediately with milk to taste better. Features white color. <laughs> That's why I showed the milk. So even though that it's made of almond milk, you're supposed to dip it in real milk? You have to think about the last one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Never mind. <laughs> you just forgot the last 10 minutes. That's all just thrown it into your head. It's all right together. You're right. Five is harsh. I'll give it a six. It, it, was, a, it was pretty tasty. I'm going to finish that later if I remember. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. I'll give it a sorry six. Sorry, interrupt important business. No, no, that's fair. No, but yeah, Mario is was revolutionary because he carried his momentum when he jumped. Yeah. And so you could learn how to do it. I feel like even at the end of playing today, we didn't really learn how to jump right. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think the controls, we have, me and Johnny have a long history of me being more forgiving on weird controls. I thought these controls were weird, 
they're not good, and, and I'm going to tell you why. I want because you're going to try to give an excuse. Now, go I'm, ahead, tell me why they're good. Bad. No, I'm going to tell you why they're bad because there were more than once, more than once where we hit that jump button. Oh yeah, but yeah. the jump comes a little bit afterwards. Yeah, and we fell in the hole. The it controller was, delays it, stunk. Well, it was yeah, really weird no. to me because like when you were in the air changing direction, I didn't feel like there was any delay. Yeah, no. But when it actually came to initiate the jump or the punch, there was a huge delay sometimes. Yeah, that's why I'm sure it wasn't our controllers because yeah, the once you're in the air, yeah, it's instant movement. But sometimes you would jump, and I think, I don't think it's that there's a delay in the jump necessarily. I think it's when you're too close to the edge. I don't know. It's like sometimes it just don't jump. Even jumping over enemies, though, I was really That's struggling. True, yeah. struggling time yeah, maybe this is just a delay. And it that was unfortunate. Normally you can kind of adjust to something like that, but I just couldn't get adjusted to it. I don't know why. All right. So I'll put it this way. If your whole goal for playing a game is to beat it and be skilled at it, the controls are pretty terrible. If comedic value or just learning okay. <laughs> learning to fight something's funkiness appeals to you, yeah. then I think you will not mind these controls. Which, uh, if you're trying to, <laughs> to like something despite its funkiness, a.k.a. this show, uh, maybe this game is for you. Yeah. I would describe the controls as frustrating and quirky more than just awful like yeah. some LJN games. Like, the controls of this game is Richard Blist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> frustrating and quirky and a little disgusting. Yeah. But, yes. I don't know. I didn't hate the controls as much as you, but I'll fully admit... We lost 90% of our lives from jumps, jumping and being knocked into holes. Yes, yes. Uh, let's also, this thing has flying enemies, which are the worst creation in any video game ever. So many bats. They're so bad. Yeah, there's uh, regular bats in the daytime and then skull bats at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. And then flying ghosts. Yeah, flying ghosts at nighttime and bats that throw rocks. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Not well, only is it bad <laughs> if you have bats, but then they'll start throwing freaking rocks at well, you. Well, let me... Yeah. Let me we think they're rocks, but they might have been supposed to have been bombs or something. Because even after they landed on the ground, they would still kill you if you touched them. Yeah, yeah. or guano. <laughs> Good Maybe that's it, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned, we, when we started playing this game, we played fresh. We knew nothing about the movie. Right. And we knew nothing about the game. Yes, yes. So we were trying to play it like a standard platformer. I think at the beginning, we were all excited that we could all three play at the same time. Because that's pretty yes, cool. Yes, that was instant joy. When yeah. we were all on the screen in a platformer. Yes. That doesn't happen on the NES. But we also discovered that also made it way, way more tough. Yes, the game is harder with three players. Me and yeah. Derek played it when we went through a whole game over with two players and made it a lot further. Um, I think single player might even be the easiest way to play it. Yeah. It's just easier to dodge stuff because uh, if you're playing multiplayer, if like one of us dies, it kind of freezes everybody, yeah. but the enemies don't necessarily freeze. Yeah. So you end up getting hit no matter what, um, <clears throat> which is a terrible game design flaw. Uh, yeah, do we need to talk about that in gameplay because I have a lot to talk about. We're in yeah. gameplay now. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But I would say at the start, we were thrown off by the fact that it seemed kind of just like a left-right platformer. But there were some houses we could go into and some we couldn't. Yeah. And so the gist of that is you have to find bones, which to me look very much like wrenches. Yes, Dr. McCoy himself. You have to find bones. I'm a scientist, dang it. <laughs> um, it's not always 10, but it's like 10 to 12 in each area. Going up towards the end of 20. Oh, God, yeah. And then you can leave the area. Usually you have to fight a boss. Um, but you have to do that in three houses, in the cemetery, and in the junkyard before you can go to the school where you want to burn all the bones. But basically, it's pretty straightforward once you know just the houses randomly open up. So when you leave an area, beat the boss, you got to just go find another house that's open. Yeah, it's a lot of platforming. Uh, a lot of... Uh, it's a way easier to dodge the enemies if possible and then actually fighting them. You also kind of have a timer which, like, when you're awake and then a time to when you fall asleep and then there's another timer to when 
Freddy mm-hmm. <laughs> Pruber will, will appear. <laughs> and then you got to fight him and kind of scare him off or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also end bosses for each each of these buildings or places. Um, Derek, what were some of the, the things that you noticed while you were playing this? Well, first, when we when we first started, we were really confused because it, it dumped all three of us onto the screen and we immediately got attacked by a snake. Yeah. And there's these big red bars at the top of the screen that we assumed were our health, but we were trying to figure out why we were all dying just standing there. Yeah. Like we thought maybe we were hitting each other, attacking the snake or something, but then we realized that's the meter that tells when you're going to sleep. And when the the enemies change from their daytime form to their nighttime form. Which I don't think was a huge deal. No, the, the enemies, I thought, were easier to kill at nighttime than day because the, the stupid bats blended in with the background during the day. Yeah. And you could see them at night. So, yeah, it's weird. It looks like a power bar, but it's your sleep bar. But you could take four hits. And we had to look. I had to Google this because I never realized no that you could power take four bar. hits. According to what I found, you could take four hits, but it's not represented anywhere. Uh, but you get... Which this might be a hint for what kind of game this is, because I've mentioned this before. Like, Bubsy gives you so many lives. Yeah. You get five lives and three game overs, though I swear I used at least four or five game overs one time. It felt like it. (laughs) So at the very least, you're getting 15 lives. Uh, That's quite a few for a game. Yeah, when each one's four hits. So 60 hits plus. one fall in a hole. Or one fall in a hole, yeah. Which is usually what it was. Which is the worst. Yeah. But we used all those lives every single time we played. Yes. Yes. Spoiler alert, again, we never beat this. I do know how it ends, and I will reveal that uh, right before we give our final scores, but um, I think my main issue with the gameplay here... Oh, we also forgot to mention there's power-ups. Um, like which is a huge part of the game. Yes, which are <laughs> needed. Um, they just... Pretty much, they just give you, like, projectiles. Yeah, it, it pretty much do. turns you from a weak punch to a weak projectile. Because yeah. it takes the same number of hits to kill most enemies uh-huh. we, yes. we found. But, but it's just way easier. <laughs> yeah. is, especially on the bosses and stuff, so... Um, yeah, the three, the three power-ups, there's a, what they call the athlete, which is basically somebody who throws a javelin after they yeah. rip their pants off. And I think there's a ninja-type <laughs> one and a wizard, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, throwing stars and, and wizard like, balls, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever a wizard shoots. That's probably our next treat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm a wizard, Eric. But, yeah, so yeah. Um, so that's a, a, very, a, a very important part of the game. Uh, definitely need those. And you seemingly... Though I'm still not completely sure on this. Yeah. I think you could use them whenever you wanted to. Yeah, and see, but that, it was timed, I guess. Yeah, we we played for so long, and we still don't really know how the power-ups ended and what. Because yeah. sometimes it would take you out of, like, if you... So you leave the street and go into one of the houses. Then you have to collect the bones and beat a boss to get back out of the house. Uh, but when you come back out of the house, you lose your power-up. But then when we went back into the house, we could activate it again. So it's kind of yeah. kind of confusing on what caused it. But we did find... So once you go into these houses, you have to collect all the bones before you can get out. You're locked in the house until you get all the bones and defeat the boss. Well, there's some bones that you have to do weird jumps for. And if you have one of these power-ups, you can't yeah. get it. So you, you got to get out of that power-up. Which you can at any time by holding yeah. select. You can activate and deactivate yeah. the power-ups. But we, we just assumed power-ups always better. So I literally lost six <laughs> lives yes. jumping in a hole trying yeah. to get a bone that is Johnny yeah. got on the first try because he didn't have a power-up activated. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, you can get extra lives. I'm not sure how. I'm assuming it's done by score. I could be wrong, but uh, you can get extra lives because I did see that Derek did it in the video. I watched the guy yes. did it. So, um, but yeah, and there's coffee pickups that if your yeah. if your red bar is about depleted and you're about to fall asleep and go to nighttime mode, you can drink coffee. Whoever has the lowest one, because when you're playing multiplayer, whoever runs out first, that's when you go to nighttime mode. Yeah. Um, the only benefit we could ever realize to nighttime mode is there's random encounters with Freddy Krueger. 
who you can't defeat. You just have to empty his power bar to make him run off. So it's just a life sponge for you. You just lose lives. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to happen unless you go to night mode. So that's really the only reason to stay out of night mode. Um, yeah. But it's not like it happens immediately when you go to night mode. So we can never figure out exactly what triggered it. That's one of my frustrations with the game. And maybe it's in the manual. I, know I, did, I didn't manual. see it anywhere. I just still, yeah, still don't know exactly how you lose your power-ups. Because I would have used them a lot more often if you don't lose them. But you definitely do lose them sometimes. But they seem pretty generous, too. Like, there's several times I'm like, I know I don't have my power-up anymore. I've died so much. And then I still have it when I hold select. So, yeah. And the, the biggest problem with the gameplay for me is it's it's in that weird area between a beat-em-up and a platformer. And the bats take it fully out of platformer mode because (laughs) the bats like in a platformer you you need rhythm and pattern to me to make a good platformer that's what makes a platformer good is being able to get in a rhythm and jump through it yeah and the bats randomly flying everywhere and bumping into you and knocking you in holes it feels like they chase you down yeah they do it's not like like they don't it's not like a bullet in contra that follows a certain path it's it's random where they go seemingly and after you but yeah that's that was the biggest frustration for me is the fight mechanic isn't good enough to be a beat em up, but the platforming was interrupted by all the bats. Well, you yeah, don't really want to fight. You want to keep moving. Yeah. But it's hard to sometimes. Well, yeah, and if it's most of the enemies, you could, but every now and then you'd get like a group of three bats flying that you can't jump over. So you have to crouch and punch the bottom one to survive. Yeah. And when you're playing multiplayer too, you all kind of need to move together. And that was a detriment at times yeah. because somebody, <laughs> if somebody was lagging behind, <clears throat> Uh, they were just and there's jumps. You're just you're just uh, screwed. <laughs> that was that was the genius of Sonic Two for for the Genesis yeah. was that the second yeah. character could fall off the screen, so it didn't interrupt the flow of yeah. of the first character. And this game kind of needed that because yeah. not only was it interrupting the flow when other characters weren't moving, but if they get hit, everybody the screen locks. You can't shift the screen forward or back until they yeah. re- regenerate in and. And it puts them back in the exact same spot they were in. So if they fell in a hole, chances are they're going to fall in a hole again because the screen hasn't shifted for them. I want to be fair about that, though. Two things. First of all, whether it's intentional or not, or a technical limitation, or just a design choice, I don't think it was a good choice. But A, it was hilarious that everyone else is being punished because you died. So they're like, just berating you. This game turned us on each other. That's how bad this game is. (laughs) Yes. Trevor, within, I would dare say, minutes, was calling us names. (laughs) Yeah. Johnny was DW for dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but secondly, I can't think of any platformer when I think about it. Not that this is a pure platformer because it's not. But I can't think of any platformer that's not harder, honestly, with two players. Like, well, the DKC games aren't. But if you play Tropical Freeze on the Switch or Wii U, that's you can play at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's only one player at a time in DKC. Right. And it is so much fun, but it, I think it is harder. And like even the new Super Mario Brothers games, we yeah. love those two player. But it's probably harder with two than it is with one. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. So that part, you know, you got to be fair about. But I don't understand why everybody else had to stop what they were doing every time you die. And it, yeah. it would have, yeah, it would have been a complete thrill regardless of in 1990 oh, playing yeah. three players or four oh, yeah. players. Hundred uh, percent. Anything else we want to talk about gameplay wise? As far as amount of gameplay, I mean. I don't know how I feel about this because we talked about how frustrating the controls can be, but I'm happy that this is not exactly a maze game. This is pretty, once you know how it works, you only have to backtrack sometimes on the overworld to find the next open area, but it's not that far. It's just frustrating. And then if you miss one of the bones, you got to go find it, but they're not like, it's not like um, some of the awful games we played. 
I think Little Nemo Dream Master was one, which is not awful, but it was almost ruined. Because if you miss something, you just got to go yeah. climb a ladder or find something. This is just left or right. So if you miss something, you just got to head back left. <laughs> yeah. And none of them are, like, it's three or four screens are the biggest inside the level. Like, you're yeah. never going back too far. Yeah. Right. But I, I think this game could have been made much better for me with some small adjustments to the overworld screen on Elm Street. Yeah. I don't mind so much having tons of enemies and jumps inside the buildings or the graveyard or wherever, but on the overworld menu, there's no jumps. It's just walking left or right, trying to dodge enemies that you're too inept to really defeat. And then suddenly Freddy Krueger's claws start coming up through the ground to kill you that way too. Yeah. It's the overworld is harder to me than the levels and less fun. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're by yourself and it's a little easier, but yeah. Um, Okay. So that was the gameplay. I'm, I don't know about you, Trevor, but I think I'm ready for a little bit of a trick or treat. We're, we're getting to the phase where it's about to turn to tricks, but oh, this yeah. one's still legitimate. Here, should we turn on tricks now? <laughs> so this is Japanese red bean mochi candy. Oh. It's it's pretty popular, but I don't know what red bean and candy should I gotta go say, together. all these... The packaging is, is so good on I know. These. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, they do not mess around with the packaging. The packaging on all these has been... St- been brilliant. Not to be stereotypical, but have you ever seen like a anytime anybody says that they're completely stereotypical. If you're Japanese and don't know how to make food pretty, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. But have you ever seen like packed lunches for Japanese school children? They're just beautiful. Like I think kids would eat them just because they're so cool. Like the hot dogs are like little octopus shape. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Octopus hot dog. I'm more cultural than you I have to look for that next time. (laughs) Fair enough. So this does have English on the back of the box. Oh. And the the most important part here is caution. To avoid choking, this product must be chewed thoroughly before swallowing. For children or elderly Ooh. people, please cut into small bite-sized pieces. Oh, so there's going to be real beans in this or something. <laughs> Trevor looked at me right away. I know. It's, <laughs> yes. I, I feel Johnny's like had a history of choking. <laughs> I'm putting myself open to lawsuit by providing y'all with these. <laughs> this is, back everything these are seriously you. heavy. I don't even love how it's packaged there's there. There's an arrow it's on the so box, pretty. but I don't even know what that means. I almost hate to eat these because I feel like somebody that really enjoys them would just get it pleasure out of this we may enjoy them you don't know is it what's what, does a, that smell that no that's no. the asian people i smell the talk i knew from earlier <laughs> i mean are they better at getting the packaging than i am because i cannot open this well, let's start a new stereotype <laughs> japanese people can open packages better hey, than americans it's a positive one yeah i think the flip side of that is a negative stereotype yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's it, it like a little package there's, there's a there. desiccant packet in there what is that so that's not edible it's O-Buster, do not eat. Go ahead and grab... Oh, I want to get this one. Let's pick up the whole thing. Oh, it's, it's, like, a, it's like in a square Reese's. Again, very little smell, but the consistency is so weird. It's way softer than I was expecting. So you're supposed to eat the whole thing like a piece of sushi? Oh, man, it's mushy. take a bite. I'm going to take a bite. Mushy, mushy. I'm going to take a bite. I did not expect it to be this soft. That's a weird consistency there. It tastes like refried beans in the middle. It tastes like it just wasn't cooked. It tastes like a dough ball. Like, I mean, it's... Yeah. Is there a flavor? I thought the beans were going to be chocolatey for some reason, but it tastes like refried beans on a taco. Oh. How is this a You snack? didn't even get to the beans, hardly. I did. Oh, you did. Don't you think? I it's mean, it's just, just beans. It's mushed up beans. <laughs> it's not really supposed to be super but sweet. But it's so chewy. Like, I want to really like it. I don't. My brain's confused. Because is it a sweet treat or like a, a Mexican dinner? It's making my eyes water. <laughs> I'm just gonna try to eat some of the filling. 
Mine's all gone. That's what I just did. The feeling, I, honestly, hot take here, the feeling's much better than the outside of it. <laughs> I think it's like refried beans. It's refried beans in the middle of kind of a flavorless, hard-to-chew dough. Yeah. We're, this is going to be sacrilegious to people that like this stuff. <laughs> I just don't know. Ooh. This will be hard for me to score because the middle of it, honestly, way better than I expected. Once I got over the fact that it's not a sweet center. Hmm. So what kind of beans do you say is in the middle? It's red bean. So it's not supposed to be sweet. It's a red bean. Okay. So it is basically like a mushed up, like a refried bean. Why is this supposed to be a dessert though? Is it? I think. Ugh. It's got so, a lot of sugar in it. Well, the outside, I don't know how to describe the outside. It's almost like a gelatin dough. Yeah. Like it's not cooked at all. Yeah. The outside is sweet. It's mildly sweet, but I understand that Americans pour so much sugar and stuff. I mean, I'm choking it down with a Mr. Pibb full sugar soda. Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the challenge we have. Is being, being American, we expect candy to be loaded up with sugar, and that's not always right. the case in other countries. So I know it's not... Super sweet. But I don't know, it's so different with the red beans in the middle. I'm, I'm going to throw you off the more I eat it, where I like it. <laughs> Did you see mine? You don't, because I finished it. So I can't I can't judge it too harshly. Um, I'm giving this a six. I kind of enjoy Y'all it. Y'all are crazy. I'm going to go with the five, because I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. So a five is a perfect score. <laughs> I'm giving that a three, just because it's unique. Not because I'd ever want to eat it. For me, the Ramoon candy that we had first is still by far the winner. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, are y'all ready for your final scores? Before we get into our final scores, uh-huh. I wanted to ask you guys this. This game is based on a horror film. Yeah. Do you think this game is scary? For Nintendo. Hmm. I, there was something that was a little weird that you pointed out. One of the creatures, I think. Some of the enemies are... Kind of creepy looking. It's no scarier than Castlevania. If you think Castlevania right. is creepy, it's about that level. But I think if you're a really, really young kid, and yeah. this is the first thing you're seeing when you first wake up. Yeah. The title screen will creep a kid out. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you yes. get past that, I think a kid could play it. Yes. Okay. And then you get far enough and there start being blood drops that kill you. Yeah. Dropping yeah. From the so ceiling. what we're trying to say is final scores. Let's, Let's get into it. Get into it. I want to go last for a specific reason. Yes. So, All right, I'll, I'll go first because I, I don't want y'all to influence my PD. It's pretty my thing here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go ahead. I, I really have been struggling with what to give this because it's. I want to eat more of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. I, like I don't know if I hate it or like it. I think if I played this in the early nineties with three players, even though it's admittedly worse with three players, I would have liked it. Um. But it's so frustrating, though. Like, and it's not frustrating in a way that I feel like I could play it for three or four hours and really get better. It's outside of learning where an enemy was going to pop up. It's still going to be frustrating, even once you've mastered it. Um, but it's not. It's honestly LJN, a horror game. I have no interest in. Interest in. It was honestly better than I thought it was going to be. I'll I'll give it a six. Hmm, okay. Yeah. This. All right. To me. I don't think this is a fantastic game, so just go ahead and throw that out there. However, there's a lot of little things. Like Derek said, the fact that the three of us can play at the same time, that's a big deal. 
if we'd known that this game could do that when we were younger, growing up, uh, playing all the time, I think this game would have blown us away as, as kids. Uh, just to be able to all three play instead of one of us having to wait their turn. Mm-hmm. That, that's a big deal. So I'm going to definitely give it props for that. Um, I think, to me, this game is just a few little tweaks away, like from the controls and stuff, just a few little tweaks of actually being very uh, enjoyable. Uh, like if they would have changed the controls a little bit, would have really made the the jumping a little a little bit more tighter and stuff. I could have easily given this a higher score easily. Like I, this game to me, its biggest sin is it's on the cusp of being good, but I don't feel it gets there. Yeah, I think that's why I really struggled. Yeah, um, I understand your six, and I think it's fair. I'm gonna give it a five and a half, but I do feel honestly, and I understand the bar is low when it comes to LJN, but this is definitely one of the better LJN games. Yeah, I'll use that as my jumping off point. I wanted to go last because I thought my opinion was way different from y'all's. But I guess it's not because Derek stole my score. I I was thinking five, five and a half. I was like, here, if this game was single player like you would expect it to be just from looking at it, I think it'd be a five. Yeah. But because it's four player, that is so cool. And even without the multiplayer adapter, you can play with two players. I mean, if me and Derek picked this up, instead of Friday the 13th or the Terminator or any of those single-player games that were so frustrating for us as kids. And in my opinion, especially Terminator, still not good today. Or X-Men. If this had been in the bag, I think we could have had some fun with it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a six, because I think because it has the multiplayer, it's just it's unexpected. Like, it shouldn't be as decent as it is. I agree with Johnny, though. This could be, like, um, upper-level... And y'all kind of mentioned it while we we're playing it. If if this game took, stole a little more from River City Ransom, because it feels like yes. it stole oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. If it stole more and was four players, it could have been oh, a yeah. killer app. That's yes. one of the first things I said when we realized how it works. Is this is kind of a River City Ransom style game more than anything? Just done way worse. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely not as good as River yeah. City Ransom. But if you want a low rent River City Ransom that's horror themed and plays four players, River City Ransom. Sorry, I had to pick my drink up. The cat was going for it. River City Ransom only plays two. I think you could do worse. And I should have looked up how much this game is going for. Um, Derek's doing that now. So yeah, we got a six, six, and five and a half. Yeah, that's Retro Bliss approved. Retro Bliss approved for an LJN game. This might be a first. I like this almost the same as TNC Surf Design. I feel like you like this a little better, don't you? Maybe? I think so. And then with Derek Six, I think this is the highest rated LJN game we've covered. I, I want to say it is. Because TNC was it before by a large margin. I think so. I think you're right. So, to me, from what I've played, if you've got to play an LJN game on the NES, I think you've got to go TNC Surf Design and Nightmare on Elm Street. There's a brand new copy on eBay. Oh, no. For only $3,500 plus $20 shipping. Holy cow. Did if you buy a loose one? If you buy it for $3,500, they're still not going to throw in shipping. <laughs> Pre-owned lowest price, it says it's $59.99 on eBay. No way. Let me, let me, right. let Most me LJN better. games are dirt cheap or, or pretty cheap. Um, this was later in the NES, and some of those weren't yeah. as popular. But I, th- I don't think that's right. It would be a shame right. if the one pretty good LJN game is is, is hard to get because it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. I bet it is. <laughs> so, yeah, there's what a, the heck? There's a... There's three sealed copies on here, ranging from nine hundred to thirty five hundred dollars. Well, that's just a loose copy. There's complete inbox for six hundred dollars. We're looking at sixty five bucks just for loose carts. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. Oh wow, it's not worth that. <laughs> yeah. Now y'all stop looking up stuff for the game because I'm going to have a bliss quiz soon. But 
Yeah, I can't recommend it for $65, but I do recommend you find a way to play it. I can't believe it's worth that much. That's, yeah. that's wild. It had to be just because it licensed and didn't probably sell as well as I And it it's one of the few four-players. Yeah, and because it's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot of people didn't buy it because they didn't want to buy the four-player adapter, and they thought it wouldn't be any good without it. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Right, Nail so, Gang Gang approved. Yep. <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> somehow, some way. Uh, are we going to do... Uh, I don't think we really have much. Well, we did post a long time ago. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. We've already gone over an hour. We are not doing fan feedback. I don't think we need a commercial that's either, a, if that's the question. No, we are doing a commercial. Run a commercial right now. I approve it. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. Nightmare on Elm Street. No! Stop! She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails, no one will survive. Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, rated R. So what was your question? Just curious. Uh, trick-or-treat? Trick-or-treat. Right. <laughs> yes. So, uh, how many do we have left, FY? Three left. That's yeah, fine. We'll finish until okay. the very end. All right. Yep. So. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So just, this is like a cute little Japanese character, and there's like some really... It looks like some sort of sweetened meatballs. <laughs> it's, it's called Hawthorne Berry Balls. So this is made by, uh, I can remember the character's name. This would be funny. The character from Community, Chevy Chase's character. Yep. It's his balls. Just cherry Berry Balls. So <clears throat> a little background. In China, Hawthorne Berries are sort of an herbal medicine. They use them for kind of a, a remedy for certain things. Okay. And a lot of it is for heart conditions like high blood pressure. Hey, I have that, so let's do it. <laughs> Me so, too. The, the warning on the back is... Derek's helping is us out. Pregnant women should consult their physician before consuming this or any other berry or fruit. Now, I, I, okay. the medicine might be different in China, but I don't think most pregnant women consult a doctor before they eat fruit. But <laughs> There's probably a warning for what's inside this bag. The packaging oh, again. Comes, it comes two, two... That is not the color advertised. flesh-colored balls to a pack. Just so you know... <laughs> The, the balls on the front are way bigger than the balls in the packaging. <laughs> yeah. And they're bright red on the packaging, and they're brown-ish. So, Hawthorne Berry Balls. I, don't, I have to assume this is going to be another one where we're expecting something super sweet, and it's not going to be. Yeah, I'm going to need to open this one, too. Here, I'll just give you one of mine. Okay, it works. Oh, God. Oh, what? Did you <laughs> smell it first? Smell it first. It doesn't smell bad. It smells... I can't figure out what the smell is. I think it's really a berry. Ooh. Much softer than I thought it was going to be. It's a... Uh... Oh, not a date. What is it? A prune? Just like a prune. No. A no. Pig? Well, this is this might be too sugary. It's very strong. Yeah. You know what it tastes like? It tastes just like a pig or a prune. I can't remember which one i The consistency about. is very grainy. Yes. But it tastes like... The, the fruit roll-up things you used to get at the grocery store, like in the, they came in the wax paper, but like if you ate a whole one what, at a time. I see what Trevor's getting at, though. It's almost like they took a Fig Newton and just sweetened the freaking crap out of it. <laughs> it's very sweet. Yeah. Oh. Several so packaging, by the way, so I can help people find this stuff. I honestly don't like it. Huh. I think it's real fruit in it? I think it's too yeah, sweet. It's, it's a Hawthorne berry with sugar and red rice powder. Oh, Hawthorne Berry's the type of berry. Yeah, did you not listen to me as an herbal medicine? No. <laughs> I thought that was a brand. It's just you literally up. said that. That was all I said. I didn't know Hawthorne was the name of the berry, though. It's a Hawthorne Berry. All right, what are we giving this? So when I say it tastes like a prune or fig, it's probably the same thing. not family. too far off. 
I'll be honest with you, I don't mind it. I mean, I'd probably rather sit down and eat a box of raisins, which are just okay as well. <laughs> I would probably prefer this to raisins. I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I, I like raisins way better than this. I think this is too sweet. Uh, I'm going to give this a four. It's not terrible, but I, I wouldn't search this out. I'm just curious what well, it's doing to you. I also go with the six. What's it's doing? To I mean, if it's if pregnant women aren't supposed to eat it. What's it doing to us? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Six for me as well. Um, I think people who like, I think it's dates or prunes. I'm thinking of that I've had before that tastes like this. I don't I, think, I think you'll your mind raisin it. is a good comparison. Yeah, because I do kind of get that. It, but I personally like raisins, and I don't think this is near as good as a raisin to me. But it's, it's very very sweet. It's, well, it's, this. If it lower my blood pressure, I always felt bad. It's becoming apparent to me that the Chinese, Taiwanese, Japanese all care about their elderly more than the Americans because this bag also says to eat <laughs> the elderly should eat under adult supervision, which <laughs> I've never seen on any American product. They like, actually our care, elderly are out well, on their own. They actually care about other people. We, America's not so much. <laughs> <laughs> more fun stereotypes that are probably mostly true. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I think we're not we're not going to do fan feedback because we're running over an hour, and I don't want this to be a super long episode. And we don't care, and we don't care. We don't give a crap. <laughs> but I did prepare everybody's favorite part of the show. What is that? The Bliss Quiz. Pull my phone out. Oh, don't forget my story at the end. Oh, yeah. nobody's gonna care about the time we get there. Yeah, it's, and this is the good one. <laughs> You're so this up. is the one you don't know, right? Correct. No, okay. Nobody. Knows. I knew the one he already told. Only my wife knows. There's a little spoiler. Um, and my son, who will never tell because he was because he's, he's one. He's one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bliss Quiz. You two are gonna be competing against each other and six Halloween themed questions, even though it's possibly past Halloween. So, buzz in with your name when you think you know the answer. And scratch that because this one <laughs> is going to be the geographically closest answer will win. Okay. So I hope y'all don't make it hard on me. Where is the world's longest haunted house? Anywhere in the world, just shout it out. Whoever's geographically closest is going to get it. Longest? Poland. Longest. Poland. Um, don't make this hard on me. <laughs> Say whatever you think is right, though. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Finland. <laughs> well, the answer is Derek pulls up a map. <laughs> Derek has to do all the work for this episode. Um, is this play? I don't know if I can pronounce it. Uh, I, I don't know where it is. It's Ohio. <laughs> so so we, you should have said American geography. <laughs> no, I was, I was hoping one of y'all would pick something close to America, but whatever. Right. So as Derek figures out who's geographically closer, I'll Poland do, I'll or do, Finland, I'll do Finland. You do Poland. We'll see who's closest. I'm just gonna do. Oh, you could do Poland to Ohio. That's a good point. Or Finland to Ohio. Well, what part in Ohio? It is in Lewisburg, Ohio. It is called the Haunted Cave, and it sounds amazing. I just put the country, and I got a number. I didn't put. Zip or town or anything. I just put yeah. how far is Finland? I don't to think it's going to be that close together. Mine is six thousand nine hundred seventy-six <laughs> kilometers. Great guess. Kilometers. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> as I was saying, it's three thousand five hundred sixty-four feet long. So, like two thirds of a mile long. 
and it's 80 feet underground. Oh my goodness. I win. <laughs> what was yours? <laughs> you won by 300 kilometers. So it could literally be the one of you. <laughs> but it's me because I'm closer. All right. We're going to go with Johnny. But it's not going to go with you. Act like I, didn't I, I can this. see it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 3,500 feet long, 80 feet underground. Pretty cool. You're still in this game. Question two. There will be three choices. Buzz in when you want to guess. Okay. Which of these has the highest IMDb score? A, the movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street. B, Friday the 13th. C, Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Nintendo Switch. Derek, Luigi's Mansion. So, Friday the 13th has a 6.5, which well, means you got it right, is lower than I thought. Anything. Nightmare on Elm Street, 7.5. And Luigi's Mansion 3, 8.4. I didn't even know they did games on A few IMDb. people rate them for some reason. <laughs> so, yes, that's one apiece. Going on to question three. This question's for Johnny. There's actually one more on here that I think Johnny has a huge advantage. But Number three, how many pounds of candy corn are produced each year? The closest without going over, which makes this really hard, wins. Good gosh. Pounds. In pounds, how many are produced Not in each tons, year? just in pounds. Oh, good gosh. Uh, four million. I was, I was going to go ten million. Johnny gets it because it's 35 million pounds. Good gosh. <laughs> Who Amounting, eats all that? <laughs> that's produced. I bet about 1 million. Most of it just sits in a bowl until it's stale and gets nine, thrown down. <laughs> yes. 9 billion with a B pieces. Good gosh. So that well, is 2 for Johnny and 1 for Derek. Yep. Question 4. This one, Johnny might have a huge advantage. We'll see. What was the original title? And on this one, although Johnny might just know it, whoever gives me the answer I like the most if neither one of you are close, is going to get it. What was the original title for Disney's Hocus Pocus? The movie Hocus Pocus originally had a different title. Give me the name. I'll pick my favorite if neither one of you know it. And I'm going to give you 10 seconds. I'm counting on my head. Oh, I freaking knew this. They changed it to Hocus Pocus. Uh, From Abracadabra? No. <laughs> That's not Is it. Is that your guess? I guess it's going to be. This You're right. I said it. I go- huh? Abracadabra was Derek's guess. You're out of time. What's your guess? Oh, I was going to say the Sanderson sisters take Manhattan. <laughs> I think Derek's closer because it was Halloween House. Yeah, that's it. Which that at least it. sounds Halloween-y. But that was, doesn't fit the what does that have to all? do with the movie? Nothing at all. Well, it was originally more horror themed instead yes. of comedy. It was a lot darker originally. So two to two with that sketchy answer from there. I'm glad you did six questions so we can tie. Oh yeah, that's always how it works. But I might have a way out of that. Question five, tied at two to two. What? Another one for Johnny. What was candy corn originally called? There's four choices. Buzz in when you want to guess. Candy teeth. Chicken feed. Corn chunks. Triangle sugars. Johnny is the first one. Candy teeth is definitely wrong. Oh, that's what it makes So we got say. chicken feed, corn chunks, triangle sugars. Corn chunks. No, I made that one up, but it was chicken feed. Chicken feed? Yep. There's already something that exists called chicken feed. Yeah, it's called chicken feed. <laughs> it makes you want to eat it more, don't it? Yeah. So, now we won't have a tie. Final question. It's two to two. All right. For all the marbles... Four choices. Buzz in when you know. Who developed A Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh. Published by LJN. Actually made by A. Rare. B. Tato. C. Unknown. D. Data East. Johnny, this feels Data East all the way to me. 
Data East is wrong. Oh man, this really did feel Data East to me. Rare, See, I'm, 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 I'm torn because I thought it felt like felt like Tato, but their music from RC Pro Am. I'm gonna go with Tato. So to let you know how wrong you are, <laughs> actually, I'll save that. It was rare. What? So they didn't. Steal That's it. why the music was there. <laughs> so they just got lazy. Us, they just got you lazy. You heard me say the whole thing and made us be like, Fuck. first one bonus question, the easiest question in the world. First one to buzz in. Who composed it? Johnny. Uh, uh, who said that first? It was close. I don't ahead. know. I think you started. All right. I'm going to guess a number between 1 and 80. I'll, right. let, I'll let Johnny go first, and if he's wrong, I win. All right. <laughs> Who composed A Nightmare on Elm Street? Right. I think this is your favorite composer in video games. You got to say it. Uh, Wise. David Wise, I think his name. David Wise did compose it. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably was the music from RC Pro Am. <laughs> I bet it goes. And that's why the music was the best <laughs> part of the game again. <laughs> it was running up against the deadline and just recycled it. Yeah. <laughs> So that when I saw that, I thought it all makes sense, but I couldn't let it on. It was really hard not to say something. That yeah. music, that music was RC Pro M and not RC Pro M Two, right? Because Two probably came out after this. Two did come out after this. Um, I assume it was in one. If not, RC Pro M Two borrowed it from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> it be, doesn't make any sense in this game. That would, that would crush my dreams. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in this game. That had to be from the first one. Well, you know what does make sense to me? A little bit of a trick or treat. Oh man. All right. Well, your last your last guess was kind of prophetic because now we have Juju Bees, which are just oh. dates. Oh. <laughs> but and now watch out for seeds because these might have seeds in them still. They're not supposed to, but they could. So what makes these special is their EGL dates. Huh? Which is a Chinese word that I'm probably saying completely wrong. But do y'all want to eat it first, or do y'all want me to tell you more about that? Let's, Let's go and get it open. And I already it. saw in the back of the bag, and it looks like you're definitely supposed to cook it. <laughs> it's just dates. It shows a microwave. But, okay. It shows an oven. Before we get into that, we'll, we'll take a picture of this. Where's it shows that? a pot with boiling so, water. On the back of it, they've got their their seal of approval here. Uh-huh. Y'all see that seal of approval from oh, the yeah. districts? Yeah. Now, look up close. What does that seal of approval say, Johnny? This better be something good that's going to help us <laughs> eat this. It literally says, simple text. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they stole the seal of approval from some website and didn't even fill in the English word. This, this could literally make us sick. They could, because if they're stealing, then who's to say the food is edible? Watch it. They're Remember, not. Chew they're, softly. Oh, watch out for seeds. Oh, oh it looks I don't like it. <laughs> what is this? They're just, not even they're just, color they're just dates. I'm sure the, they're just dates. We're, we're learning yeah, they, have a sure. real, they have a real problem in China of packaging not matching. They're really sticky. They look like giant raisins. It does have a smell. If he's going to eat one, I feel better about it. Ooh, that's sticky. So I shouldn't eat one so I can explain it while you eat. So like I said, what makes these special is their, their EGIO dates. E-J-I-A-O. And it's a kind of controversial ingredient. <laughs> okay, as I'm chewing half of it. The Chinese, again, believe it has health benefits, but it's made by stewing the skin of donkeys to extract the collagen from the donkey skin. Uh. <laughs> I like that. And a lot of countries have banned the export of donkeys to China because they stew so many donkeys a year. Like, And, I mean, donkeys, those are kind of like horses. Like they're, they're not a food product. And they stew these things in it? They, they stew the donkey skin in it. Extract the collagen, then treat these with it. My main issue is how sticky this is. A health benefit. That's the donkey skin. Who <laughs> <laughs> do? But yeah, I mean, in reality, I don't taste the donkey skin. I just taste the date. Yeah, it's just a, just disappointing just a, all around. Just a sticky ass. <laughs> 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 I 
my gosh. Somebody had to say it. Yeah. Alright, what do we give this? I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll go four. I'm going to go four and a half. Alright. Okay. So, I think I should share my story before we have the final treat. Let them yeah. give a score. Oh, yeah. Uh, three. Alright, now go ahead. So, I almost don't even care about the story anymore because I waited a month and a half to tell it. But my wife and I went on a beach trip with her family. The first thing we've done all year, this ridiculously terrible year, which has been terrible for everybody. So it was definitely a welcome treat. We didn't do anything. We didn't eat out or anything, but we hung out on the beach very isolated from everybody else. Um, Great trip. I was not in a good mood on the way back because it seems to be the case every time I come back from vacation. I'm on call the following weekend, so I had like two weeks straight of work, so I was kind of in a bad mood. It was pouring rain when we left, so I'm soaked trying to get everything packed away. And I'm just kind of in a weird bad mood for the whole ride back. A weird mood, I think is how I put it. Things are tricky right now because just to go into pee somewhere, you know, everything's not even open. And if it is open, it probably requires a mask, which normally isn't a problem. But we packed our masks away in our huge luggage in the back of the car. So we just had to pee. We've been driving for hours. We just had to pee. So we stop at a Walgreens, like a pharmacy. Um, and we're like, we're digging for our masks. Because if it's, it's a Walgreens, you know they're going to want you to wear a mask. You know, and, and I just, I'm just, the, I will do ridiculous things to not put somebody out. And so if the employees expect me to be wearing a mask, and this is not in any way controversial, it could be anything. I don't send food back at a restaurant unless it's truly awful. For example, like one time at McDonald's, I didn't even get meat on my McDouble. <laughs> Granted, I was driving or I would have fixed that. But <laughs> if, there, if there's a hair in something, you're going to pull it out and keep eating. Oh, yeah. I, I have many times. And I'm not even kidding. So I'm, you know, I'm going to get my mask. I'm not going to make them call me down. You know, hey, sir, you need a mask. No, I'm going to do it the right way. But we can't find them. My wife can't wait any longer. She goes in. She's in there a while. And I'm just thinking, you know, I've got to pee so bad. Our son is in the back seat, so we can't both go in at the same time. i got to stay with him. It's like, you know what? I don't have a mask. I'm not going in without a mask. This is a very busy area. There's nowhere to pee. Um, and I don't know, my brain just kind of shut off. <laughs> There's two cups in the car. <laughs> One was my huge Bojangles cup. <laughs> but it still had something in it, didn't it? <laughs> my huge Bojangles cup was three quarters full of delicious sweet tea. <laughs> What was the other cup? The other cup was my wife's very small, very nearly empty coffee cup. Oh, no. Well, Maybe 16 this. ounces. I'm not well, sure. Somebody's about to learn a very important lesson in volume. So, <laughs> I don't know, probably a 16-ounce coffee cup. And I thought, oh, the Bojangles cup would be so much better to pee in. I think y'all know where this is going. <laughs> but I did not want to waste three quarters of my tea. I just got it. We gone through a whole rigmarole just for me to get this tea. Yeah. Because it was a ridiculous line at Bojangles. Everywhere is ridiculous because since you can't go inside. Yes. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. My son, you know, sitting in the back seat, he's got his little uh, baby mirror, so he's watching everything. Yeah. Just full of innocence. <laughs> but God shone his blessings upon me once again because there was a blanket right there in the back seat. So I was able to modestly, you steal, know. Steal your son's blanket. <laughs> cover your shame. I was able to modestly steal my son's, son's blanket, cover my shame. Jimmy Johnson. Um, and... uh. I went for the coffee cup. I thought, you know what? This is pretty small. 
But I feel like if I have to... The coffee cup or... <laughs> the coffee cup's pretty small. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I have, to, I have to turn it off. I'll just turn it off. I think I'll be all right. I don't know what I was thinking. So I pull, you know, I won't go into all the grizzly detail, but I'm using this small coffee cup instead of my huge Bojangles court-sized cup. Add tea in it. Unfortunately, I still had a little bit of my wife's coffee in the bottom, but I you thought I she's, not even, she's not even going to know it because it's you so just took that blanket somewhere outside and just covered yourself as you tried to pee. So I'm covered up <laughs> and I got the coffee cup and I'm not just getting started, just getting good and started. I had no idea how full my bladder was. And though the, though I'm an RN and I've emptied people's bladders, I wasn't thinking how much my bladder could hold, <laughs> nor that I couldn't possibly turn it off because I had to go so bad. <laughs> That's this, the thing. You cannot turn off a stream once no, that stream's going. This cup floweth over almost immediately. And I'm freaking out. Like, oh God, I can't stop. What do I do? Are you There's in, nothing to do. Are you inside your car? I'm inside my car. Okay. I got the blanket covering me. Only my son knows what's going on. So There's awful. people walking around outside like crazy. And here I am on a particularly warm day covered up in a blanket or whatever. <laughs> Twitching nervously under yeah. the blanket. <laughs> and with, a, with a small child. <laughs> Despite the fact that the cup was completely full, I didn't move the cup. Just thinking, maybe it'll still hold some more. You're like what a, could I do? You're like an police didn't get called on. <laughs> what could I do at that point? The cup was overflowing. Um, <laughs> gets a little more embarrassing. <laughs> so I finally finish. And I, I'm completely You sucked. might as well just peed in your floorboard. I, you know I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. I've never peed this much in my life. We held it so long because we didn't want to stop that I didn't realize how much I had to go. So I'm completely drenched. <laughs> and that, then I have a moment like, oh God, my wife's about to come out. And even I have a certain line I didn't want to cross. I thought at the worst, you know, I could just tell her some spilled or something. But I can't because it's so much. And it's going to have a smell. So, yeah, we'll get to that. I find the lid to the coffee cup and in a feverish hurry, slap the lid on it and stick it over in her cup holder just to get it out of the way. It's not as bad as you think. Okay. But, and then I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? Uh, I, <laughs> I get up. No, I don't get up yet. I, I, I throw the blanket off to see the damage, and it's, it's horrible. Um, but I'm modest at this point. I'm covered up. Uh, this will be the time somebody from church should walk by and see me, though, even though I'm in a different state. But thankfully, that didn't happen. But my wife came back, and she sat in the car, and I didn't say anything. I was just waiting for her to say something. But she didn't notice at first. She goes immediately, immediately to get her coffee cup, brings it up to her lips, and I screamed so bad that it scared our son. No, stop! <laughs> she had it up to her lips. And she looks at me like, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did she have coffee left in it? Just a, just a dab. Okay. <laughs> like, I had three quarters of my cup left. I couldn't dump my tea out. She had just a sip. <laughs> well, she yeah, was, that would be awful. You'd be somebody else's stuff. She was going for the sip, though. She was going for it. I, it was almost to her lips. And I'm talking about... I don't, maybe she was thinking, oh man, the fate has shined upon me. This is a full cup of coffee and it's still warm. That's a slow motion. I'm saying it's a slow motion in my mind. Like in my mind, she should have thought that I didn't have much coffee left, but it's a full heaping cup and I'm sure it feels warm. So she's thinking, I must not have drank much of it. Thankfully, I stop her, but she doesn't know why. And I just grab the coffee cup from her, run out, you know, completely drenched to the trash can, throw it away, run back to the car. 
by this time, she has her head in her hands because she knows what's going on. <laughs> and she was already mad at me because I was in such a foul mood. And she knows I've just done something really stupid. And gross. And gross because of sheer stubbornness. Um, and I explained it to her. The seat was totally soaked. <laughs> like, all the way down to the seat, drenched. And we still had... I don't know why we both... Probably because I got a huge tea. We still had, like, two hours of the trip left at this point. And, um... Urine. Smelled urine the whole ride back. <laughs> but about 30 minutes in, I, I'm not kidding you, I laughed to the point that I was almost throwing up from being sick for the next two hours. The whole ride back. It instantly changed your mood. Yes, it was worth it. I was just laughing and making jokes and puns the whole time. Did, did, did Anna's mood change? It was not a good mood for the most part. <laughs> she she might have cracked a smile eventually, but not much. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you? First go? of all, you ruined her coffee. <laughs> Second of all, not only did you ruin her coffee, you ruined the rest of the two hours. And the car. And the car. <laughs> and any possible future romance. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so it I, I, that was the other lesson, as I forgot how much urine stinks when there's a lot of it. Did, did it take a lot but, to get the smell out? No, it didn't. It did. Just, it kind of went away. I mean, the whole trip was horrible. But Have after you washed that, your car? <laughs> maybe I'm just used to it. Well, it was sucked into the seat. There was nothing left to wash. <laughs> you didn't try to chip it? Nah. I mean, you're in a sterile unless you got an infection. You could drink it. I mean, I could have let her drink it. It wasn't hurt her. Oh, good, good. But, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> All right, well, trick or treat, Derek. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> See, these, these really haven't been that bad. I, I wouldn't do anything that bad. Yeah. So, and you're the one who's married. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the shocking part here. <laughs> so have y'all ever heard of durian? I have. I don't know what it is. It's fruit, uh, isn't it? It's that car from Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yes, it's a fruit. And this is a dried version. Oh, no. Now I know where I've heard of it. Oh, no. It's called the stink fruit, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. In, in Asia, it's banned. Like, you can't take it on a bus or in a hotel lobby. Oh, because no. Is this going to smell? Is this going to be like Trevor's car? <laughs> Maybe. Some people, and it's weird. Like, it's it's one of those things. You know, like, there's the pictures of a dress that some people see gray and some people see blue. Right. This is apparently the same way. Some people, their taste buds, it hits just right and they love it. And then some people, it's like eating moldy socks. Like, so, but Johnny. The, the good news is this is the dried version, so it's not as strong in any way as the fresh fruit. Hopefully not. But I'm assuming you're going to have to sort of hold it in your mouth and let it reconstitute a little bit to get any flavor. Johnny, you know somebody feed Phil? Yeah. And how nice he is and he yeah. eats, eats some shirt. weird stuff? Yeah. This is one of the only things I ever saw him spit out. I remember it was that. fresh yeah. Uh, yeah. durian fruit. I'm, I'm about to open the seal if y'all want to take a whiff as we... I assume freeze-dried it doesn't have that much of a smell. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't have that bad of a smell. It, there's a smell, and it's not pleasant, but it's it's, it's just fruit. It I can smells, imagine how bad it might be for It probably smells better than Trevor's car ride home from the beach. It is super dry. Yeah, you, I think you're going to have to Take let, a good whiff of individual beach. <laughs> it's, it's pretty rough. You're going to have to let yeah. it reconstitute in your mouth, I'm pretty sure. Why don't you keep saying that? I'm going to put the whole piece... I'm going to put the whole thing in my mouth and let it reconstitute. <laughs> you are all brave enough to put the whole piece in? No. <laughs> well, it's going to be some silence here. Oh, God! <laughs> it's powdery. I see the blue dress. <laughs> I just tasted it. It's not good. But don't piece in and let it soak for a minute. I did. Do it I, again. No. I don't think you did long enough. Somebody, You're not gagging. Because I don't want to. <laughs> it tastes like... <laughs> I can't even... What a, I buy I, a piece. 
If I put it up to my mouth and up in my mouth, like I just want to throw it up already. Mm. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> you can't get the taste out of your mouth. Bite a nibble off and chew it. Stop! No, stop! No. You can't even bite a nibble off. I refuse. I already threw up once for this show. Right, I'm going to do it because this is. Derek got this for us. I bought off a bigger piece mm. of chicken. Derek, how much did you pay for that? That was about three bucks. Okay, at least it wasn't too bad. <laughs> God, they're bigger than pieces. Literally, the worst it gets. This is revenge. You don't know this, but Anna put us up for this. <laughs> you only had the real piece. Yeah. That was awful. It tastes like there's definitely onion in there. Hundred like, percent onion and dirty gym socks. Yeah. Not that I've eaten those, but <laughs> but it's what we imagine at, at this point. That's yeah. gross. I can only imagine what the real thing tastes like, like not freeze dried. Chris, producer Chris, if you could just take out that where uh, Trevor said that's gross. Yeah, now you there's a bar set yeah, for just, what is gross. <laughs> just, that's gross. You can just take that and oscillate that and put that at like right after any time we say retro blist. <laughs> just play that like it's a Ooh. morning zoo show. That's gross. Retro blist. That's yeah. gross. That that dry heaving I was doing, I wasn't putting it on. It's just instant. Oh. Like, y'all barely... There's a piece over there. That piece is making you spit it out. It's so bad. If you put a whole piece in your mouth, it's like, it's exponential. Like, it's pretty bad if you just taste it, but if you put a big chunk in your mouth, it's exponentially bad. It makes these, these, uh, what were these things called? God, it's awful. <laughs> Those rice cakes are pretty good. Which is rice cakes, point dog better. Well, that's all the stories, that's all the treats, and the very bad trick at the end. Yeah. Rating, zero. 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 100% of zero. That's Vegemite bad. Yeah, I, I think I think, think I'll take Vegemite first. I think I could do a, a tablespoon of that before I do a tablespoon of Vegemite. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. They're both pretty awful. I could do Vegemite on toast, thinly spread. Before I'll I do yeah. another bite well, of that. Vegemite. Yeah, that's the thing is that's how Vegemite's supposed to be eaten. Yeah. This is how this is supposed to be eaten. So I'll take compare. Vegemite just because I like Australia. Yeah, <laughs> and they like me. So. God, the what are you saying about Taiwan away? then? <laughs> I don't know if they like me. If they like me, then I might change my mind. All right. We'll find out. That's retro blist. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> Aren't you glad you waited for this episode? Uh, happy Halloween. We might as well go and say happy Thanksgiving. You might as well go and tell them happy Thanksgiving. We'll try to get one out before Christmas, but... <laughs> no promises. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. We very much appreciate it. Uh, if you made it this far, oh, what a trooper. You know, I'm yeah. going to plug some stuff because that's what plug we should it. do. Plug. So I have two new podcasts. If you think right now is the time to plug something? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have two new podcasts that are just as professional as this. Yeah, right after you told the whole story uh, well, about one's not eating even... in your wife's coffee cup. <laughs> Speaking of my wife, sometimes she guests on Cardboard Cave. Cardboard Cave is about board games. Uh, it's really not new at this point, but there's like nine episodes. I'm trying to get Johnny on more. We just played a game together. We played Back to the Future together. I'll probably get Johnny on to review that board game. Also, uh, I just started a podcast all about Lego sets. It's called Block Set Review. I review sets of blocks. And uh, that's all. I want to plug. My, this taste isn't leaving my mouth. <laughs> I want to get one of these candies we started out with. Uh, Retro Pop, of course. Go check that out. It's where we cover pop culture and things. Oh, um, as of this recording, I'm sure our Pokemon episode will be out. Uh, and History Creeps, of course. Um Derek, you want to plug anything? Have your pet spayed and neutered. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Uh, until next time, uh, happy Halloween. Whatever. I've got a ball in my tooth.